all I know is I like the scent of it. That's kind of like me. I gave myself a headache last week in winters, actually, trying to find a new candle and like jumping around. <laughs> sniff, sniff, sniff. What does this smell like? Did you know when you're smelling things, mm-hmm. in between smelling things to reset your scent finder, mm-hmm. you should sniff coffee beans. Welcome to The Safe Haven. I'm your host, Amanda Lytle. The Safe Haven offers a collection of conversations about life's challenges and the pivots we make in order to keep moving forward. As I evolve and expand as a person and a podcast host, I have learned that creating a safe space is nearly impossible. I don't know what topics or stories may trigger my listeners, but I hold space with love and intention and honor the bravery that it takes not only to share, but to listen to the stories of others. So I thank you so much for being here. I would like to begin this podcast by acknowledging that I am recording from the traditional, ancestral, and unceded territories of the Interior Salish people, in particular, the Sinaixt, on whose territory I work and live. The Safe Haven has shapeshifted, as you're aware, into a bi-weekly release with alternating bi-weekly releases of a segment called Road Trip, where Jennifer Porter and I have the kinds of chats that you'd have with a bestie on a road trip. So post White Bark Coffees, Jen and I resume the drive onwards for another half hour to Jen's massage appointment. And our squirrel brain question ping pong continues. We dive into some questions and anecdotal stories around things like, have you always liked your coffee black? What scents do you prefer? What's your alter ego's name? Friends, buckle up for that one because I was howling. Then onwards to, when do you feel most centered and happy? And if you could travel back in time, where would you go? We elaborate a little bit more on that one on the drive, but we're so happy to have you here. Before we jump into today's drive, I want to remind you how much we would love it if you could follow The Safe Haven on your podcast app. Leaving a rating or writing a written review helps us reach more listeners and show other listeners and podcasters that we're legit. Every single one helps, so if you haven't done so, we'd be so appreciative if you did. Here we go. Hello, road trip friends. I'm Jen. And I'm Amanda. And we're two adventurous souls with a huge passion for travel and chasing the unordinary. You know those podcasts that you listen to that you feel like you're hanging out on the couch with a friend or on a long road trip chatting with your bestie? That's what we've created and we want you to come along for the ride. Sometimes it'll just be us and other times we'll pick up a friend along the way for some additional insights. In each Road Trip episode, we'll be sharing a variety of insights, perspectives, lessons, and memories from our lives. Sometimes we may cry, but we will laugh way more, honoring every emotion that comes up authentically. That is what Road Trips with your besties are for. So grab a snack, pop in those earbuds, and buckle up. How good was that coffee? It was so good. You know what I was actually just thinking? In our intro, we say that we will, sometimes we may cry. I haven't cried yet on this podcast. I thought we did cry. I probably have. It's mm, a good point. So, I don't, yeah, I don't remember. I Anyways. Thought, because there was an episode about your dad, I think, and just about grief. Maybe we just get really close. Oh, I get choked up, I think. Yeah. Mm, yeah. Okay. But, so we haven't really cried yet, but I mean, we do get choked. Yeah. It's just interesting. We don't need to cry. It we was just something I was thinking about. I think more than anything, it just alludes to the fact that we feel and we feel everything very deeply. Definitely. Yeah, so I felt that coffee. I feel ready for another stint in this drive. Oh, well, I know that we have roughly half an hour before your massage, so let's just hit the road. I was thinking, actually, while we were ordering coffees, I've got some more questions kind of brewing. You too? Yeah. Let's keep 
going. Okay. So one of my questions was, have you always liked your coffee black? Because I know that you have black coffee. So tell me about, because I, and then you got to flip it back to me because I have a story. Okay. <laughs> okay, you go first. Have you always liked your coffee black? No, no. So I started drinking coffee when I moved to Australia because coffee was such a culture there. Oh, like yeah. you meet for coffee. Mm-hmm. And I remember I would have flat whites. Mm-hmm. And then that's, I mean, essentially a latte. I think just a little less milk. And so I went between lattes and flat whites for a long time. And then I switched to Americano Mistos. So only a little bit of milk. Right. And then I just went straight up Americano. And so like you never had sweetener in it before then either? No. Interesting. No. Well, I guess too, if you've just started drinking coffee regularly as an adult and you just go for a coffee, they're not giving it to you sweet. Exactly. I mean, I have definitely indulged in a Tim Hortons double double, Mm -hmm. but more to mask the taste of that coffee because it's so bad because I'm just like Ooh, this is tar <laughs> yeah, it is it's, oh you know what is so funny though is how it is such a part of just the culture that that's how people start their day every day on a commute because it's convenient absolutely mm. and it's like everywhere you go there's a Tim Hortons I know like every corner I saw the funniest reel a couple of weeks ago. It was talking about like just the price of everything right now and about how a coffee at Starbucks is like six dollars and why is a coffee $6 if I can get it for $2 at the SO? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It's so true. It's like, it's coffee, coffee, but it's like, mm, there's a lot of love, I guess, that goes into it at Starbucks. It's pretty fancy. But then you like that Starbucks, you're like, I want a venti, non-fat, no whip, extra hot. It's like, holy. I know. It's bigger than a breakfast order. <laughs> it's longer for sure. Like, how do you I want know. your eggs? Bacon, hammer, sausages, <laughs> what kind of toast? It's like, and then they don't even get your name right. Like Jen, oh. Jan? No, it's Jen. But Jen and Jan, that's actually not a bad one for Starbucks. I've been Miranda at Starbucks. Oh. I generally stay away from Starbucks. I don't know. I am more of a, like, support the local coffee shop. Mm-hmm. Yeah, me too. But they do have this rose quartz latte at Starbucks that I do really love. Okay, so it's been so long since I've been to a Starbucks. I did not know that. And yet I'm super intrigued. It's literally like rooibos tea, mm. oat milk, like, and the rose quartz is like pink Himalayan salt. Oh. Yeah. Here's me being like, did they give you a crystal in your coffee? Well, if you want to consider <laughs> salt a crystal, then yeah, sure. <laughs> okay. I'm going to flip that question back because, so I come from a long line of tea drinkers for sure. My grandma, my dad, my parents, my grandparents, all the things like when I say grandma and grandparents, whatever, two sides of the family, lots of tea. So I've always had tea in my life and often it was just orange pico. And then when I was an adult, I got into some more herbal teas and exploring herbal teas, whatever. So same thing. It's like, you know, oh my gosh, my addiction to sugar was so, so bad in my late teens and early 20s. This is almost embarrassing to say. You ready? Go on. (laughs) Okay, so my steep tea from Tim Hortons was a triple triple <laughs> you could literally stand the spoon up in the amount of sugar that was in it. yeah <laughs> okay so I don't do that now or milk well I've had it with cream actually I, it's a bit decadent with cream in it which I do like but now no I do not drink my tea or coffee like that at all anymore uh, yeah I can't fathom that that's way too much for me but oh yeah there was a solid couple of years that that is how I had it 
Interesting. I think it's pretty funny, like the way people drink their coffee. Like, and I, I, I feel like working at a coffee shop would be kind of fun because mm. you'd get to realize, like, obviously how people drink their coffee. It's big to me. It's funny. So one time I was at a friend's house and he was pretty big into coffee, but he likes cap. He liked cappuccinos, so like lots of milk, but. The coffee machine, like the the standard like drip coffee machine, mm-hmm. coffee maker that every mm-hmm. all-American home has, mm-hmm. the pot broke. So he goes and gets this like pour over coffee. And it was so funny because it's like such a hipster way to make coffee. Mm-hmm. And actually it took way more effort to make the coffee than absolutely. Like I just was like, I do not understand how you have the patience to deal with this thing and why you got like, essentially it's like this carafe and you just, you put the coffee filter in it, but you got to wait for it to drain. You got to grind it. It's got to be the right coarse grind. And then the water, like, it was just like, we could have gone to the coffee shop down the street right now. <laughs> so you're like right into the coffee maker coffee. Good to go. Um, Before an espresso machine came into my life, I was like French press, mm-hmm. grind it up. French press. Um, I am definitely not above drip coffee. Can I tell you what I made you this morning? Yeah. Because the coffee maker's not working. <laughs> you ready? Yeah. Was it instant coffee? Yeah, but it was the Starbucks instant coffee. And so I know that you like uh, your coffee a bit stronger. So I just did one and a half. <laughs> it was a, like, it was such a good coffee. I know. I know. I will also drink instant coffee. Like the stuff you buy at the grocery store and you pour it and stir it. Folgers. Easy. I went a bit more you know prestige for you Jennifer I got you I appreciate it I appreciate it (laughs) wait so you don't drink coffee I swear I've had coffee with you yeah oh yeah oh yeah we do it's just broken right okay so that's why I was just like oh shit what am I going to do in a pinch I'm not going to buy a coffee maker right now it was just a matter of like shit Jen's coming so I went and I got and they're just you got them at save on the Starbucks Columbia medium roast coffee oh they're like the camping ones I know also Road trip, fun fact, life hack. When you're on the road, if you have one of those things, I think when they're on sale, they're like eight bucks for, I don't know. I don't, I don't know how many packs are in them, but enough for like lots of coffees. When you go in to fill up your, or go pee or whatever at a service station, if you go in and you're just like, hey, can I just have some hot water? You don't pay for hot water. You put your coffee in it. You mix it up because I have them tucked under the car seat of my car, like the driver's seat. Yes. Isn't that clever? That's clever. I know. Not my first rodeo, Jen. In my car, I was just thinking about this. I have like an electrical, you know, the wall outlets in your car or in your house. Yes. I have one of those in my car. I could totally bring my Nespresso machine. That's too much. (laughs) You know what? Our camping adventures this summer just got extra fancy. Uh, Yeah. And it would fit right in the back seat. I'll drive the van. You drive the Equinox. We'll just leapfrog. Well, we can also, you can get some of those converters that you like plug into like the cigarette lighter. Oh yeah. And we can make it happen. Oh yeah. Oh. But when I'm camping, I love the instant coffee or the French press or whatever. Same. Well, that's what I mean. That's like just boil the water on the campfire. That, that's what I mean. Like we've used that so much is using the instant packs in the morning. Just boil some water, pour them in the Yeti cups and we're good to go. You can actually buy travel thermoses that are French presses. <sighs> I don't know if I'm there yet. I don't know if it's necessary. No. Instant, we're good to go. I'm fine. Yes. I think I drink like Nespresso instant coffee sometimes. Perfect. Yeah. Anyways, I do love a good artisanal coffee, but I will also drink instant coffee. Mm-hmm. 
Stir it in. Perfect. Call it dandy. Call it dandy. <laughs> Call it dandy. <laughs> okay, your turn. Do you have a question? I do. Okay. So which scent do you find the most soothing? Really interesting. So you know that candle that I have that is the Wolf and Lamb brand? And it's like the Shea Oatmeal or something like that? Yeah. That is a scent that I'd never smelt before. And I was like, oh my gosh, every candle moving forward needs to be this scent. Typically in my entire life, I've been more of like a default vanilla chick for sure. I really don't like anything too wild, like too, too much, just too aggressive. But there's also this wolf and lamb. I, I picked them up at Winners and the it was called Restore and Energize and it was cedarwood, like a soy candle. And that one also, I was like, man, I've been in so many different home senses and Winners looking for that exact same one and I can't find it anywhere. But yeah. So I guess cedarwood. I like a lot of essential oils, different scents, but mm, now you've got me going on because now I'm thinking even about the scents around Christmas. Oh, the spicy scents. Yes. Yes. Like even like the apple cinnamon spice apple pie candles. I've got a bunch of those scattered around the house and light them all around. I'm into it. You? I like woodsy smells. Mm. I like those crackling candles too. Yeah, that the have the crackling. Wicks, they're nice wicks yeah but I'd say like I don't really know what shea smells like I think it's more like a nutty flavor well I scent. I don't I don't even know all I know is I like the scent of it that's kind of like me I gave myself a headache last week in winters actually trying to find a new candle and like jumping around <laughs> sniff 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 what does this smell like did you know when you're smelling things mm-hmm. in between smelling things to reset your scent finder mm-hmm. you should sniff coffee beans I did not know that. Why? I have no idea, but it apparently neutralizes the scent factor. Well, wouldn't that be something if I just took a little bucket of coffee around or like coffee beans and I just sniff candle, sniff coffee. Yeah. That'd look hilarious. But you know what winners how they have coffee? Yeah, you but s- they're sealed. Ah, you can still smell. But yeah, coffee, I guess, neutralizes hmm. scents. I will try that next time. <laughs> just take a little Ziploc bag of coffee. <laughs> oh, there. That actually works. Yeah. Hmm. Well, I just know that when I was in there, I maybe sniffed like 15 different candles and I was like, oh, this is way too much. But then that was the last one that I smelled and I was hooked. And I actually wanted to see, I was like, oh, if there's another one, I'll buy two because it was that much of a good whiff. (laughs) Funny. When I was on a road trip across Canada with my good friend, Britt, we had Palo Santo that we would burn in the car. Mm, Nice. (laughs) Yeah. That is a nice smell. I do. I I love that smell. Me too. I have a good one. Oh, I, no, I have a candle that smells like that. I have a, a cream and I have an essential oil. It's called Celebration. Beautiful. Yeah. Mm. And when I light it in my room at the lodge, I can smell it all down the hallway. So I hope everybody else around me likes it. That makes me think of even just like the super standard, I think it's like Nag Champa incense. That's oh, they one. remind me of the streets of Bali. Yep. Mm. You know, and then they have those little like flower baskets and they bless them all along the streets. Yeah. With those- so yes. Yeah. All the beautiful little flowers. Oh, well, your question earlier was where I would want to go back and I immediately thought of Bali. So that's a nice connection. I love Bali. Mm. I have another question for you. Yes. Okay. Who, <laughs> who, or what is the name of your alter ego? oh goodness her name's Tammy oh you actually have one yes yeah I have one her name is Tammy much like I don't know if you've seen the movie with Melissa McCarthy that is called Tammy 
I don't think so. She is hilarious. She's so funny. So my brother gave me, I think it was my brother gave me this name when I was in Ontario through the pandemic because literally I was Tammy. And if you watch the movie, like she loses her job at a burger joint. Mm -hmm. She walks home to her husband cheating on her. I mean, I didn't have a husband or a partner. So like that part's insignificant to me. But then she moves in with her mom. So during the pandemic, I got laid off from my job at the Fairmont. I ended up moving home to Ontario. I lived with my mom. And then there's a scene in the movie where she is on a sea-do. And like I recreated that scene. And then like I was just a hot mess the whole time I was home because I didn't have a job I didn't have, like, I just Living had your like, best life. really no responsibilities. No. So, yes, when I drink margaritas specifically, probably I, Tammy comes out, but it's probably because it's not the best tequila in margaritas. <laughs> We're changing oh, right. that now. <laughs> but yes, Tammy is really something. That is a great name. Yeah. Oh, so funny. So it's funny because she's on the Sea-Doo and she's like, I'm coming in hot. <laughs> And I have been on a sea-doo, been like, I am coming in hot. And then legs up. Like, it was just, it was the scene I from Tammy. I see this. And that's when Chris was like, Jen, you are Tammy. Okay. And it stuck. Yeah. Lost my job, living with my mom, and just a hot mess. Riding sea-doos. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Amazing. I don't have an official alter ego name, but our friend's... Greg and Christy thought it was hilarious to call me Margot, and it never stuck. It never really stuck, but that was like what they thought was going to be the name. So Margot, mm. you don't hear that name too often. No. So how did you feel about it when they called you that? Like, could, does it did it resonate with you? Oh, well, I know a couple Margos, some good, some bad. Margot or Margots? Ooh, Margos, Margos. <laughs> I don't really know what my. I don't know. I don't know how I felt about it. I guess because I wasn't like, hell yeah, that's a good fit. And I didn't put that hat on and wear it. Yeah. So I don't really know. Maybe I'm up for a new one. I will say Tammy stuck because when I go back home to Ontario, it's like, is Jen coming? Or is Tammy coming? Or are both of you coming? <laughs> right. And Who so knows? even to like a wedding, it's like, Jen, you have a plus one. And I'm like, yeah, we'll count Tammy in. But she doesn't take up a seat. No, she doesn't take up a seat or eat a meal, but man, she'll hit the dance floor. She should probably eat a meal because then she wouldn't maybe come out so hot, mm, you know? Right. Yeah. When the cheap tequila hits her. Tammy is a good time though. I bet. She likes Blackfly margaritas. Blackfly, you know, that cooler company? Oh, yeah. Oh, she likes those Blackfly margaritas. That's basically, that's what she was drinking when the Ultra Ego was born. <laughs> I yeah. love this story. Yeah. Okay. Well, now I know. Well, I guess we'll just have to get clever and creative and just kind of see. I mean, if there's suggestions, they're welcome. Yeah. Hit us up. Um, can I ask you another question? Yeah, obviously. Where do you feel most centered and happy? Wow. Ooh. That's a great question. Dun, dun, dun. Yeah, seriously. Um. Do you like the Jeopardy music? I don't really know if there's a location so much as it is just like being at home in my body. That's kind of like another journey of this year. It's just coming home to myself. And I know that my nervous system has to be regulated enough that I am not stressed out about a to-do list or things that I need to be working on. So I know that 
feeling most grounded, most centered is more when I feel caught up with my to-do list and my brain is not doing donuts so that I have enough time to sit and write or read a book. I love nature. I love sunshine. I love warm, cozy blankets. Yes. I love being beside the water in my hammock. Higgy. 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 Yeah. Oh yeah. All the Higgies. Yeah. Okay. Mm. Can I flip that on you? Yeah. Okay. I feel most centered and happy. I mean, when I think of things that I want to do involve, like when I'm like, okay, this is, it's like being outside and like accomplishing something like, Mm. so I love snowboarding. And when I've had like a great day snowboarding, I just feel like super stoked. And, you know, like the fresh air got to me. I feel it's like to celebrate after, but I really love like snowboarding to me is it's, it's huge because, you know, you drive away from the mountain and I look up and I'm like, I've been on that mountain and it's just cool. Like that my physical ability allows me to be doing Mm -hmm. those things. Totally. I'd say I feel most centered when I'm like really checking in with myself Mm. and doing like self-care routines so that's like on my weeks off I really try to like schedule downtime and such as massages Mm -hmm. but yes and then I do I remember a time um one summer um, I think this must have been summer 2019 Mm -hmm. um I had a crew of girls that I was mountain biking with and we would every Sunday go mountain biking and uh, we were living in Lake Louise and we'd go to Banff and go mountain biking it was just like I remember we would go up to this patio afterwards so like we'd have like this really great mountain bike we felt the burn mm-hmm. and then but we would walk up these stairs to go like to this patio where we go eat tacos afterwards and like just sitting there being like oh my gosh like you know looking at like how many calories you burned like you know on our fitness watches or whatever but I do feel I feel my best after I've completed like Mm. physical activity yeah which is something we were talking about earlier today where I just like I cannot it's very hard for me to commit to like going to the gym where I know like I feel my best when I like after like I remember for a while I was working out um I get up before work so like I don't know like 5 36 o'clock in the morning and go work out and I just felt like as I was walking back up my stairs to my apartment I was like yeah you got this you're gonna crush this day Mm -hmm. And, and yeah, so but staying committed to that, you're finding difficult, mm, very difficult. Mm. It's interesting that you say that it's after like physical exhaustion. I think that 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 is such a true reset, you know, like with endorphins and the release of good hormones within your body, the fresh air in your lungs. I can really feel that too. And it's like I do love even like when you do a hike and you get to the summit and it's just like, holy crap, mm. like we've just been hiking. Like I remember this one hike we did. It was the Ice Line Trail that's near Lake Louise and Field. And I set out with a couple of girlfriends. And it was supposed to be like an in and out hike. And we were like, we're going to reach this peak. And mm-hmm. like, I have the most incredible picture, like just literally on this peak. And there's just mountaintops everywhere. Mm. And then it turned into this like 22 kilometer round trip. Because we knew that the hike, you could go in and out. Mm-hmm. But then we decided to keep going to find these huts. Mm-hmm. And um, afterwards, it was just like, you know, you feel so tired, but you're like, wow, like I just hiked, I think it was 22 kilometers that day. Oh yeah. That's mm-hmm. a lot. You just feel centered. Like I feel like grounded afterwards. Yeah. I'm that's like, a I'm great just point. In nature, you know, you're, you, you're physically exhausted, mm-hmm. but and then it's really neat to like look back. 
I like I like when I drive like around like Lake Louise or Bam and it's like oh yeah I've been up at that top of the mountain yeah and just being really grateful for your body strength and your physical ability that can get you there mm-hmm. like it's crazy Ooh, I feel that Ooh, yeah yeah I totally feel that so that's but I mean if I could just you know commit to some of those things more often right I always will say I will never regret doing yoga, working out, doing all of these things. But I just need to do it more. Mm -hmm. I think you're also in a pretty busy season of your life right now, though, where it's hard to commit to that. And I mean, that morning can be so sacred. It's like, yeah, okay, you might have time to work out. But at the same time, that coffee and stillness is very important as well. I've actually, um, I don't know whether it was a podcast I was listening to, but like just sitting in stillness. Mm. So like sometimes I put my, get my chair, like my desk chair and I put it in front of my window and I put my feet up on the window, windowsill and drink my coffee. And I literally just look at these trees. Perfect. Like I just look at the trees mm-hmm. and it's kind of cool. I like it. Cause at my other window, well, there's another building. I don't want to look at that. No, no, no. Not when there's trees available. Yeah. So, I have a question for you. Yeah. Okay. Hit me. What gives you goosebumps? Oh, um, well, when I get cold, <laughs> cold weather, cold, cold weather water. gives me goosebumps. <laughs> Ice um, plunges. Ice I plunges. Think cold plunges. What gives me goosebumps are like, oh, I don't even really know how to describe it. It's a feeling that I have when I like reach like this crazy experience where mm. you're just like, wow. And like the gratitude that goes into some of these experiences mm-hmm. where you're just like, holy, like, Lifting off in a helicopter. Oh, absolutely. I was like, whoa, what is going on? Oh, yeah. And I do remember when I got out of the helicopter and I was like, my snowboard was thrown to me and it's like strap in. And I'm like, uh, uh, what? Mm -hmm. That gave me goosebumps. Absolutely. So like exhilarating feelings. Yeah. 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 Ooh. Ooh. Okay. Um, I was going to say what had come to me when I was thinking about that was I was thinking about the things or the events in life that feel really serendipitous where it's almost like they're in such alignment or you're in such a flow that it just feels so organic and so beautiful so natural or like I said so serendipitous it's like wow this is so perfect I couldn't have orchestrated this that kind of thing for sure but the exhilarating moments I love that I'll add that to my little tickety-boom brain yeah exhilarating moments um if you could travel Mm. back in time which part of your life would you go back to? Holy. I want, like, can we elaborate a bit on that question? Am I just re-experiencing something? Am I changing? Ooh, this could be a deep question. Am I There's changing something? a few layers something? to this question. Yeah. Ooh. Okay. Well, immediately, I was actually thinking about my exchange in Argentina. And that's really fresh on my mind because of my chat a couple nights ago with an old friend, Marina. And so that, oh my gosh, I was getting so emotional on our chat a couple of days ago because we were talking about the times in our lives when our heart has felt most full and when it's felt most broken. And that was hands down. And it wasn't even like an intimate relationship that was breaking. It was me leaving behind 30 plus closest friends and family after my exchange year, leaving and not knowing when I would see them again. I remember like my entire chest feeling like it was being crushed. My entire sternum just 
Oh, and yeah, it made me so emotional talking about it because I was like, I had never until that point experienced a heartbreak that devastating. So I would say that specifically because there's a part of me that really longs to reconnect with that culture, with that language, with those people, with those experiences. So yeah, what about you? Um, I feel like I'd go back to my, oh, I feel like kind of since I moved to Australia, my life's just like really unfolded in this in a way that I never ever I never had a plan Mm -hmm. for how it's unfolded but I think what I would do is I would go back to myself in high school Mm. and I probably would have like changed whether like not going to post-secondary that's really interesting okay so that was the layer of your question I didn't really change anything in mine or didn't go back to a time where I would have changed something but if you could you'd go back to high school and change and not go to post-secondary yeah so what would you do instead I would have gone and traveled oh right after high school yeah well Mm -hmm. I mean I probably wasn't ready to do that Mm -hmm. but like potentially gone out and started working I would have done things a little bit differently Mm -hmm. I think the year to relive I don't know if I could actually pick one moment or no, one I know that's a really challenging hard. question. Yeah. 2018 was a really fun year hmm. because I did two pretty big trips that year. I was living in Tofino. Oh, I turned 30 that year. Mm-hmm. But yes, I think like I would go back and like change a few things about decisions I'd made. Right. And I would have done them a bit differently, hmm. i.e. knock on a post-secondary really interesting that's almost like a a secondary question to that would almost be or I guess like another layered question would be listing any regrets that you have and I actually talked about this the other day with a friend too was I actually don't think because I have so much gratitude for any of the mistakes that I've made along the way that I really don't believe that I have any deep regrets so much as I have deep appreciation and gratitude for where those mistakes have put me now you know what I mean? Yeah. And I really, there's a couple of decisions I think that I would have tweaked or done differently for sure. But yeah. Ooh, that might have to be for the next drive, my friend, because we're almost at, you're getting a massage, are you not? Yes. GPS says that we're like a minute away, so. Oh, okay. Well, we're going to have to get fancy there. about parking. Yeah. We're going to have to park now. And not every parking stall is suitable for this beautiful van that we drive. <laughs> Isn't she beautiful? She purrs. Oh, She's got a little bit of a new purr going to her these She might days. have to go into the shop soon. I think she might need to go to the shop <laughs> soon. But that's for another day. That is for another day. <laughs> Friends, we have made it. Jennifer is going for a massage. We've really enjoyed your company and appreciate you coming along. Make sure that you take a big stretch today and nourish yourselves. If you had a nice trip today, be sure to follow us on your podcast app and jump back in next week. Tell your friends, they'll fit in the van, we'll gas up, grab snacks, and hopefully not break down, but continue (laughs) down the open road next week. See you then. Uh.